Welcome back to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts. I'm Chasel. I'm Jill. And I'm Nikki. What's up, y'all? Um, <laughs> not not too much. Um, I'm okay. I feel like I don't know. I feel like life is a blur all the time, but especially when I'm put on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like literally what like, have what, I done what, lately yeah. I don't know <laughs> just yeah normal life how are You're you just guys? in a routine right now which isn't yeah. bad well I'm but... trying to make one yeah yeah um I'm good I went and saw Shaysel this past weekend um because oh. Shelbert was in town and yeah I don't know same thing where it's like my day-to-day life it's like my during the day this is so like cliche i feel like the day is like i'm like oh my god i have so much time like everything i don't know it feels like the day is really long but then at the end of the day it's like what did i even do today and like at the end of the week i'm like how like right now i'm like how is it wednesday (laughs) i know what have i been doing so but i mean which again isn't necessarily a bad thing because that means that my life's like pretty stable right now so yeah neutral could be worse yeah so yeah pretty neutral which I feel like is better than the past few episodes I've been like, um, I'm really depressed. <laughs> so neutral yeah. is fine. Well, we're glad to hear you're even just feeling neutral. Yeah. yeah. Step up. How are you, Shaysal? Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, mentally, I'm okay, thankfully. But um, literally, my entire life is work right now. Like, literally, I get up. Um I have been able, I'm going to start going back to Orange Theory. It's only been a week since I haven't really been able to, but it feels like it's been five years. So my plan, which is still as my plan, my plan was, my routine was going to be like, I go to Orange Theory at 7.15, I get out at 8.15, come back, get here maybe around like 8.35, shower, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I have like enough time before my work starts when I clock in at 9.50 a.m. Um, that has not happened recently because I've had to like have been staying up late and whatever. So I have to go to Orange Theory, which is fine. But um, yeah, my body is suffering because instead, I like today, I finally got more sleep last night after a weekend of pulling an all-nighter with Shelby, sleeping two hours, <laughs> working, going to bed. When we go to the movies, got back late, went to bed late, woke up, half hours of sleep. Then I got half hours of sleep. And then actually the second night I had four and a half hours of sleep. And then last night I finally had nine, hour, nine hours of sleep, which is great. But yeah, um, I don't, I don't want to go on a tangent about it, but basically my entire life is work because I'll start work at 10, but actually I need to like get ready and then I need to uh, look at my emails and just mentally get ready and then it's work. And then, and then I'm working overtime all the time. Uh, like today is the earliest I've stopped working in a while. I've usually stopped working at like nine or nine 30 cause I don't meet productivity during my day with calls because it's so many calls that I have to make. And then I have like an hour and then I go to bed. <laughs> so that is my life right now, which is very different than anything I've experienced before. However, I'm not working this weekend. I intentionally didn't sign up to work this weekend so I can catch up on other things because every other part of my life has been on hold. Like I have not been able to clean. I finally was able to at least do dishes this morning. I don't have the time to clean. I don't have the time to eat right now. I have, I've been having a small breakfast and then like lunch. And then I have my leftover lunch that I didn't finish in the first place for dinner, which is what I'm doing right now. So everything else in my life is being neglected. But anyways. Oh my God. That's why like, (laughs) 
I wasn't trying to like be a nag, but that's why I was like, careful you don't burn out because I was like, you're busting your balls, which is good. But I was like, you're busting your balls. Right <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, like that's a lot. Yeah. I know, so, I know. Even so just I'm- the sleep deficient is like too much to handle for longer than like a couple of weeks. A week, yeah. Right, right, exactly. So, but it's okay. I, I know... I know that it'll get better. I know that as I find a routine with work and being able to manage my calls a little bit better during the day, which takes practice that I won't have to stay after. Like it's, I'm okay if I have a booking after. Like that's okay because that's not all the time. It's I just don't like that I've been having to stay to meet productivity. So once that gets better, like I know that I typically will be able to be done at seven, which is always always like the intention and what I'm what I'm supposed to technically be done, and. Yeah, and like I want to work weekends on some time on some days, but not always. Like this month, this is the last thing I'll say, so we can move forward. But this month, um, we get like an extra amount of money if if you work every single weekend day, every single weekend day this month, you get an extra one hundred fifty. And I'm like, wait, hundred fifty total? Worth yeah, uh, that's not worth it. I know. Yeah, I was like, or working I was gonna like be a like, couple extra hours. Yeah. So, so we do, it's like you already get paid more for hours. You go, you work four hours each day of the weekend if you do both, well, individually regardless. And then this month, we have some extra incentive of you get an extra 50. But if you started working the first day, because they told us that last Sunday, that's the reason why I worked last Sunday, because they told us that there might be something special. And it was that, I guess. It was the fact that if you work on Sunday, which is the first day of the month, a couple of days ago that you're eligible to get this added 150. So basically if you work every single weekend, every day, every weekend for the rest of May, it's, it adds up to a total of 500, but like, honestly, oh, oh. yeah. But honestly, like even me, like right now wanting to like make money hardcore, it is still working every single day for an entire yeah, month no. is not worth $500. Yeah, no. no, absolutely not. Yeah, like like I would consider it, like, and even then, because of my mental health, maybe not. I would consider it if it was like two thousand extra or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many? I know you're so. We'll move on. I just have a question. How many calls do you have to make? So basically, so it's you have. When I first heard this number, I thought, Psh, easy peasy. No, it's not because I get I keep getting caught up in this in between. There's to meet productivity without. It's different if you get bookings, which I'll say in a second. Without the booking, it's a regular day. You are supposed to either meet 150 dials or five hours of talk time. And the thing is, it's really easy to get stuck in the middle because you can either have some really long calls and bookings, which add up to the hours, even if you don't meet the dials, so it's fine. Or you you can have what happened to me a couple of days ago, and it happened today was a little better. What happened to me a couple of days ago was that I didn't meet enough dials, but I had just enough like. 10 minute calls here and there that wouldn't add up to five hours either. So it was like, it's hard. It's hard when you get stuck in the middle because you can't make enough dials. You can't make enough talk time. However, if you make two bookings or more, the productivity is reduced to 125 dials and four hours and 15 minutes of talk time, which today I made three bookings. So nice. Yeah. Thank you. So dear God, after this, after this episode, I have to look at my time to see how much I made. I think I made 4.15. And if I didn't make four hours and 15 minutes, I have to make more calls after this. <laughs> so hopefully I made it. But yeah, it's in my life recently. It's okay though. I'll find my rhythm. And regardless, I'm once I start taking care of my body again, it'll be better because right now I'm not even feeding myself. And but, but I am really happy to be like, to feel so financially independent right now. So overall, okay. Yeah. 
That was a very long-winded explanation. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it is like a big change in your life, too. So it needs a bit more explaining. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, that is my life right now. But... Well, worker B. Thank you for real. My Capricorn (laughs) rising be on fucking full blast right now. Uh, Do you guys have anything else to add before we start our topic? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Well, this has been something in the making for a while. Uh, We've been talking about this since we first started the podcast because it's just been a generally hot topic for as long as like Hollywood has existed, essentially. And especially, I would say, at least to us in the past couple of years, this is the first part of some, we don't know how many episodes it's going to be yet. We'll see where it takes us, but we're going to have some type of like series on pedophilia in Hollywood and, you know, just happening all the fucking time as we keep seeing in the news every day. <laughs> yep. So we're starting off by talking about like, is it, are we talking about like the laws and stuff in different states that are. Yeah, yeah just, just like general like labor regulations. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we're ta- we're starting at kind of like the the structural level of how these things are happening legally, and we will we'll delve into it with that. We'll see what comes with the next couple episodes. But for today, I don't know where y'all want to get started with Illinois. With Illinois, okay. Yeah. No, and that's fine. Like we can mix and match. But I think Illinois, like I. I didn't look into California, but I bet it's going to have just more going on because yeah, of it's definitely like one of the strictest. Okay, all right. So who wants to start first? So I know I'm going to go. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm just going to start now. So we looked into we were trying to look into what labor laws were um, in the entertainment industry for children because already between different industries there's different labor laws like the agricultural industry there's like different laws on how long people can work and like things like that and how much of a break and all that kind of stuff that's all um uh controlled by the department of labor um and more specifically the fair labor standards act is like basically what set like you can work this many hours and when you work this many hours you need this long of a break and all that kind of stuff that's from the federal government Um, But while looking up, like, what laws protect minors, basically, this is from the Department of Labor. This is a quote. Minors employed as actors or performers in motion pictures or theatrical productions or in radio or television productions are exempt from Fair Labor Standards Act coverage. Therefore, FLSA rules regarding total allowable number of work hours in one day and allowable times of day to work do not apply. So right off the bat, they're like, um... (laughs) Yeah, so we don't care about that. Yeah. Um, well, to be fair, they they have there's obviously child labor laws, but they just don't apply to entertainment industries. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. They're just like, okay, to make that well- clear. Like, we're not blaming the government completely, but we also are. Yeah, well, yeah, and the child labor laws um, are like at least okay. Actually, the ones that I saw were looking at were like in Illinois, but I bet federally this applies to it's like oh they can't work in hazardous conditions and like um, ages permits yeah all that shit well the permits the permits and stuff that's all different well i just mean in general oh well i was talking that's why i was saying like the federal government is like we don't you guys figure it out the only thing the federal government says is um it can't be in like hazardous conditions for child labor everything else they're like whatever you guys want like that's fine (laughs) So um, I looked into like Illinois just because Hala, that's where I'm from. 
But I will say Arizona, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, Ohio, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Utah, West Virginia, and Wisconsin do not regulate child labor in the entertainment industry. So they're like, you know, to each, like, to each their own. You know, you guys, you guys just be the judge of what you need to do. So all <laughs> those states, literally, there is no like overhead or anything like that. So that's good. In Illinois, there is. Um, in so the main thing, like Department of Labor listed this for Illinois, is just it does regulate child entertainment, and they need a work permit, which I, which is up to like under 16. Like when I I did um, work for stage crew when I was in high school and I was 15 and I had to get a work permit. And that's pretty much for any job though. That's not entertainment industry specific. Um, And then this I found interesting because I don't think this is actually like enforced. It said minors under 16 appearing in theatrical productions must have a certificate authorized by the superintendent of schools. Yeah, and I was like, so, there's only like freshmen in like high school productions. Like, I'm super confused. Like, it's all very nuanced about the the shit with school and like tutoring, which I'll I'm gonna talk about California laws in a second. But like, there's ways. To, there's obviously loopholes for all of these laws, and yeah, especially the schooling shit because like as we've seen, like there's so many child stars that didn't even graduate from like actual high school. Or, yeah. like, never even set foot in an actual public school or private school, like, a brick-and-mortar school. So, I'm like, how then are they a lot, uh, like, allowed to do that? Yeah. Well, that's actually one thing that Illinois laid out. Um, oh, I didn't copy and paste it. But, oh, it is. All minors must be provided with separate and adequate facilities for rest, schooling, and recreation. And so, that's probably something that's, like, a loophole where – one trailer is yeah <laughs> for their home one hotel room is yeah, for this. exactly yeah and so they probably even if they don't fall through that that's all the department of labor can say is like or in illinois at least is like oh there has to be an area that's used just for schooling it can't have work or entertainment in it and if they're like yeah that's this room like what is the department of labor gonna do like right like they're know? not going to individual sets and like checking all this stuff out which they probably should. Um, yeah. But that's yeah. like way too much fucking work. Um, yeah, no. And that's like that's why this kind of thing sucks is because it's like, okay, there's technically like rules and laws, but like Right. It's yeah, like there's not enough job, people like- out there to like go and like, yeah, enforce all of this. Right. So um there was pretty much in Illinois, it was nothing super shocking. It was just like interesting how specific the laws got um at least in illinois yeah. so when school's in session children that are 14 and 15 can work up to three hours a day up to 24 hours a week and the combined hours of school and work may not ex- exceed eight hours per day and then when school is not in session they can only work up to eight hours um only six days a week and only 48 hours a week and then it gets even more specific they are only allowed to work between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., except between June 1st and Labor Day when working hours may be extended to 9 p.m. It's just like, why yeah. 
Why those? Because dates? that's like, summer. Because uh, that's summer, so they're not in school. Oh, so it's like, oh, they yeah. can have. But like, what if they're in summer school? I don't know. But so it's just like, exactly though. Like, why? I get that it's like they were doing it because it's summer vacation, but also like, why those dates? And like, I feel like the more nuanced a law like that gets the easier it is to have a loophole. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. It's like if something is 100%. really broad, like when they say they cannot work more than eight hours per day, like that's like, how do you, that's just like straight right. up like you, time. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're like, well, between this date and this date and if schools and session, you know, like you can yeah. like pull any bullshit. And then especially if these kids are getting homeschooled, then when would they say schools in session versus schools not in session? Then really right. the only thing they would have to abide by is the dates. So, um, well, yeah, that's when they, I yeah. don't know, like then they probably would just consider it a schools in session all the time. But also, like, you would like to think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> realistically, you- these kids get 15 minutes of school yeah. a day. <laughs> what were you saying, as you, as you guys are talking about this, that was like one of the first things I noticed is how literally disgustingly vague <laughs> these laws are because I know that it is so, I mean, it's so evident to anyone that is aware of like, not, I don't know shit about laws, but I know at least this much that. Unfortunately, everything I feel like in federally, statewide, everything is made in a way in which at least even if it wasn't retro, even even if it wasn't made that way initially, initially, like with the Constitution, for example, although I don't really know what they were thinking, everything now feels like it's made with the intention of being worded in a way that it can be spun in some way that people with money want to spin it. And yeah. that's even for like more specific laws. So to think of something this incredibly vague, it's like, oh my God, why? It's almost, I mean, I'm glad at least this law is in place, but it almost feels like, why is it even in place if it's that vague? Because you can find, even I who know nothing, I know nothing about laws and I could find a loophole for that. Like, Yeah. Well, that's one thing I was thinking of is like, as you're talking, it's like, there's really no way to win. I feel like, like if somebody wants to get around a law, for the most part, they're going to do it. Except except when it's like a hard and fast law, like don't kill somebody. When there's something where there's any sort of wiggle room or like any sort of exception, if somebody wants to get around it, they will. Even if they get really, really specific, then somebody be like, oh, you were so specific, but you didn't specify this. And if they stay really, really broad, then the person will be like, oh, like I didn't think it like covered this. You know, like there's... No matter what, like people are just gonna be shitty and like try to work around it. Yeah. Well, and also another thing is that the laws are specifically written so that that can happen for the benefit of certain groups of people. Like lobbyists lobby to get laws written certain ways so that they can like have shit work in their favor. Yeah, that's very true. Like that's why like people care about wording so much is for that reason yeah Yeah. and why bills take like years to be written and then discussed yeah yeah Yeah. so i mean that's honestly like basically the gist of the illinois stuff like they do break it down between like ages zero to eight can (laughs) only do when it when june is in session or june i read the when word june when, is school, in- <laughs> when school's in session age zero to eight can only work three hours and then they have to have 
five hours of tutoring and one hour of rest and recreation. So like the tutoring, I that might be what you're getting at, but is like the schooling. It's interesting yeah. that they lay it out as tutoring and not actual like formal schooling because then right. again, that's like that word choice is important. So, okay. And not that like obviously stuff does get filmed in Illinois, but it's not like Illinois specifically Chicago is like a big entertainment hub. And so for it to be like this specific in Illinois, I don't know, is like, okay, in California, it better even be more specific. But then also like, I don't know, like seeing this, how do states not even have something like this? Like this is pretty simple yeah, at the right? end of the day. Like don't work that they can't work this many hours. And for other states to like not even regulate it is like why why not why would we regulate adult work hours per week at the very least and not like a baby yeah like a literal also this stuff also applies to theatrical performances um so like if your baby is you know featured in whatever plays on at the (laughs) downtown theater yeah your child can do like 10 performances a day as a baby without any regulation yeah. Whereas other states might only allow like three max. Well, it's so like fucked. Like when it comes to stuff like that, like the lack of like consent. Like, yes, it's like yeah. a baby, it's probably just being held, but it's like a baby doesn't want to like be up on stage being held under right, like hot right. lights. Yeah, like, I was gonna say with lights in their face. Yeah, and just everything's probably really loud and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's just like another screaming. thing. <laughs> I mean <laughs> on the we'll stage. Get- We'll get into that, like, later. Like, now we're just literally just trying to lay down, like, the foundation of understanding. But it's just, like, I don't know. That's, like, what comes to mind is, like, okay, so then also where are the regulations on, like, making sure the child is, like, consenting, you know? Because there's stuff, like, the parent has to sign off. But, like, what about the kid? Right. Right. So, Jill, do you want to, like, talk more about California stuff? Yeah. Okay. So, what I was reading, um, basically, they laid it out with, like, three different sections of what is, like, really important. But there's also a bunch of shit that you have to do, like, before you even get to being on set with the child. So, first of all, like, okay, we're going to break it down real real easy to understand so first you're going to want to cast a child actor so you're going to ask yourself like what age is the character that we're looking to cast obviously the age of your character and the age of the actor aren't always going to match up and this is like usually for reasons specific to child actor laws because it's way more cost effective to cast an older actor to play younger characters because they can stay on set longer they can have less time to do like whatever other shit the rest and recreation time they can work up to more hours per week um which really quick on that i wonder if like in states where there aren't the regulations if they more often hire child actors like i don't know what that like statistic is but i wonder if you could see a difference in that yeah i wonder yeah um but also that leads to the issue of productions hiring actual adults to play like teens or younger characters which we'll get into that in a whole completely other episode because that's like yeah the core of this shit a little bit 
besides yeah. the actual assault on children. Um, but yeah, so you're going to figure out who you're going to want to cast. Um, and also they're going to want to understand like the director and production crew are going to want to understand that the child's parents will be heavily involved in the production. Like they basically are also being cast alongside the child. Obviously they're not acting, but they're going to be on set all the time pretty much. Um, and you're going to be working with them very directly. So if your child actor's parents are nightmares, then like they're not going to want to work with you. I was going to say, I wonder how many like kids have like lost a role because their parents fucking suck. I, yeah, I was reading people's testimonials basically about their lives being in the acting industry as a child actor's parents. And they were saying that like, they've seen it happen. If you're an asshole, if you ask too many questions, if you like talk to the makeup crew and like nitpick all of their shit all the time on your child, they're not going to want to work with you. It's just, it's, it takes way too much more time and money. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then after you cast your child actor, you are going to want to secure your work permits. So in California, you also need um, a work permit for a child, um, which is pretty much always filed by the parents, like especially if your child is like two or three years old. Uh, in my mind, I always just picture like Mary-Kate and Ashley. I feel like they're the perfect example of yeah. child actors who work for their whole entire lives, like literally from being infants. Yep. So if you're picturing anyone in your mind during this, picture them. Um, so yeah. And the, the production crew also fire fires, also files their <laughs> own, um, permits to uh, like allow children to work on the set, which is different from like the child's work permit. Oh. So a bunch of permits and you also have to have valid workers comp insurance. Got to make sure your insurance is in, in, Set Which up. is like kind of fucked. It's like shouldn't you just have that no matter what, right? But yeah, like so workers' comp insurance. If I'm that, that's like if something happens on the job, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So next up, you will need to set up a Coogan account, which they also have. Um. I don't know if it's called the same thing in Illinois, but they require Coogan accounts in California, New York, New York, Louisiana, and New Mexico, and Illinois. I don't know if I mentioned that again, but. Coogan accounts are required by law. Um, they're basically a trust account that gets set up for the child to have 15% of their gross earnings um, deposited directly into this account where it can be monitored but not withdrawn by their legal guardian and it needs to be deposited within 15 days of their employment. So that's good. Yeah, thankfully. I mean, only 15%. They have that. I know, sucks, I know. But- I'm like, that's. I don't know what the math is on how much child actors make realistically, but like, I'm sure that's not actually that much. Yeah. I um, guess the argument would be like, well, they need that money to just like live, right. you know, like they're paying for their clothes and stuff all the time. So the 15% is just building up until they turn 18, but it's still like, that just seems like to only have control of the 15% of your income for X amount of years, like sucks. Right. Yeah. And that law was based on um, Jackie Coogan, who I did not know who this was before. Apparently, he played Uncle Fester in the Adams family, but he was also a child actor. Um, He was discovered by Charlie Chaplin. Oh. So he's an OG. This law was um, 
what is the word for when the law is enacted? I don't know. Law, yeah. This law was enacted in 1939. Um, basically, his parents took all his money from like all the all the shit that he made when he was a child actor. And this guy was like so famous after his movie The Kid came out with Charlie Chaplin, which I've definitely I've heard of that movie, but I have no idea what it's about like i've heard of that name but i have zero idea what it's about yeah i guess it's iconic because he was like super famous after that and yeah he was he was broke but at the time he wasn't entitled to any of that money so thankfully shout out to him for at least getting some sort of financial trust set up for child actors yeah yeah Um, but also loophole for that um first of all this this thing can be like argued in court um if like the discretion of the parent being able to monitor or like withdraw from it can be argued in court and if the child actor is a background character or an extra they don't this doesn't qualify them they aren't they don't like get their own little trust set up so oh that sucks Yeah, like there's definitely loopholes for so many parts of these things. Um, yeah. yeah, so next up, after you secure your financials, you are going to create your talent contract with your child. Um, so minors are legally allowed to walk away from any contract at any point without facing any consequences at all. That's which good. is pretty lit good, yeah good. but of course this can also be argued in court um and the parent can sus- they can de- decide to suspend the child's right to leave the contract pretty much what the parent yeah. can do that well the court can decide that but I'm like sure the parent, parent can lobby for that to happen i think so wow lovely yeah which you know supposedly they would be saying that's it's on their child's behalf like their child oh my god would like want why that even to happen have that? but I mean, I'm right. glad they have that still, but it's like, I mean, whatever. It, that's just classic. Yeah. Right. Okay. So after you secure all of that, that's your pre-production shit. Now you're on the way to filming whatever it is or producing whatever stage production you got going on. So there's three sections of shit that cover basically like all the the regulations that have to do with child labor and acting so first of all safety and all these things are like actual regulations that i'm about to say which are either regulated by the state or by sag aftra which is the um, screen actors guild labor union which children have to be a part of the union they I'm like, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing that they're in the union. But Honestly, I, guess I, think it is it's, I think it's a good thing in this instance because that's like the union will always be fighting for these like labor laws. Yeah. But that's the thing. I thought that recently like there was drama going on with the unions like not providing like PAs and assist like other assistants like ADs on set with enough compensation for what they were wor- like how much time they were putting in. Oh well, I don't because there surprised. was definitely, or maybe the maybe the union was on strike. I don't remember. There was something going on in the entertainment industry a few months ago. 
Yeah. There's always something. <laughs> yeah. <For real. laughs> um, okay. So constant supervision within reason is a must. And it is in the child's best interest for them to have separate space offset for downtime. Um, the child's parents will need to be on set to observe them for the entire time that they're present. So uh, loophole for this, you can like elect a different guardian to be the person who like stands in and watches the child or you can like literally be present on zoom watching oh. your child um but yeah they have to be observed by someone that's not like working for the production but yeah times. that's like you could still have somebody like super shitty then observing right. them right who like doesn't advocate for their safety at all yeah. um yeah so they also suggest like trying to have the child on set only when they need to be just to have you know like that separate balance work-life balance because obviously for kids like that's so much more important than it is for adults um yeah just like yeah. literally like for developmentally development. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so next up, next section is timing, which you already kind of covered, like, the exact rules that are also in place for California's timing, um, which would be, like, the amount of time and exactly how it's spent um, working yeah. on set. So all of that depends on the region you're in and the performer's age, which we've discovered. Um so the child actor laws also dictate that the minor's hours on set be divided between work time, school time, and finally recreation time, which was also like, you know, basically mentioned already. But of course, those are like very, <laughs> I those aren't very like detailed descriptions yeah. of, you know, what exactly your child is supposed to be doing. And they do have this like, paper that you have to fill out which is a time report of like exactly when the child is going for meals like when they're going to travel when they're going to wardrobe so that you can track like the exact amount of time that they're on set working but they don't like they don't track all the movements like you don't really know what's going on day to day yeah. like directly you know with the child what where are they going to now what are they I don't know who are they interacting with yeah yeah well and it's just like yeah it's taking the word the person's word for it that's filling out the form and if the right. person's already comfortable like exploiting the child like somebody who's going to exploit a child would not bat an eye at faking a form like that right um yeah so they also dictate when a minor is on set that the production must hire what is known as a studio teacher um that's just what they call it in california but there's like a bunch of different names for that. It can be like the tutor or I don't know, the set teacher, whatever. Basically, it's just a person who advocates for all the minors on set and provides schooling to any of them that are still school aged. Um, in essence, they're supervisors and tutors for the child actors. And um, who do you know well, like who assigns them? Like are they sent like by I think that the parents school? actually have to hire them and pay them. Hmm. But they're they have like they're their own profession. Um I don't think that they're necessarily associated with schools. This that's okay. like their full-time job is working on sets of stuff and like 
teaching kids okay. and hopefully advocating for them and being like a good person and you know yeah 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 making sure that they actually have a work-life balance um hopefully yeah um okay and so then last section is documentation so like i said they have to fill out this form for the time report um but you don't have to have like any exact movements or descriptions of how your child's actor's time is actually spent on set so it's like literally just time like you're just putting times down of what time they left or showed up or did something. Yeah. So and, again, could yeah. just be full of shit. Yeah. And other than that and the permits, there's no other documentation that like needs to be recorded um regarding safety or I don't know, making sure that any of these other things are actually like being followed yeah love yeah (laughs) and again like it's all just so easily manipulated or tricked or right worked around it's crazy how evidently like that it is i mean i I don't know why i'm so surprised by that shit anymore but it's like once again just in my mind i'm always like can you at least make it a little less obvious that you're trying to manipulate the system by doing this like they just don't care because who's gonna hold them accountable (laughs) Yeah, yeah exactly yeah, it's like, can you at least, like, pretend right. that you're going to follow yeah. the rules? Like, right. don't be so blatant about it. Well, and I didn't end up looking anything up about this, but it's interesting, like, already, like, the laws that are in place are, like, barely enough, which is, like, I know I already commented on that. But, like, one thing we've definitely mentioned on the podcast before is, like, how, okay, already the, like, traditional entertainment industry is barely regulated so now like new entertainment like youtube tiktok all that kind of stuff now like there's literally no regulation whatsoever so it's like okay if there's already this much exploitation where there's rules in place like you could only imagine like some of these like kids youtube channels that have like kids stars like how you know are the parents making them do schooling or do they just work full-time like what's that that's a good point i yeah i want to know like because people are registered as YouTubers as their full-time jobs to, like, for tax reasons and shit. So I'm like, how do they – do they just, like, not register their child as being, an like, a worker to well, get away you, with that? If you read, like, the Department of Labor thing, if we go back and see exactly what it said, it says um, minors employed in motion pictures or theatrical – productions or in radio or television productions are oh, okay and so it's like if that's how the department of labor is like defining like the entertainment industry or like what constitutes being in the entertainment industry then somebody could say like well it didn't say online short films or whatever the <laughs> fuck they want to call them yeah. and so they just wouldn't have to register it damn that sucks to think about because there's so many Poor children on YouTube that are being exploited by these fucking right. family channels. Oh, my God. I know. Family channels are so gross. Yeah. Like, the people that literally make all their money off of their kids doing yeah. shit. That makes me really upset. Well, and you know, like, there's no way, like, the kids are seeing a dime of that because yeah. already they had to make a fucking law to make sure kids could. And that's not even in every any state or every state. And so it's right. just like, Yeah. I don't know. It's just 
that's I've seen somebody I can't remember like I watched a TikTok video about like or a YouTube video about like child stars on YouTube and TikTok and stuff and they're like it's going to be years before the government catches up and like realizes like oh shit we should regulate this to some extent because they're clearly they're fucking backtracking and like not thinking about stuff that's in the present because they're going all the way back to Roe v. Wade right now. Yeah. So it's like regulating yeah. child labor online is not going to be dealt with in a long time, even though right. like it should be like, it's just sad. Like it's just getting neglected. Uh, yeah. Like if anything, why doesn't YouTube itself regulate this stuff or like right? make them have certain rules like this where you have to record the times that your child's working and like, actually report your child on your tax like as a worker on your taxes especially like, bitch, you're the dependent not the child right especially when they have so many other random guidelines that like just negatively affect everyone but aren't even doing the proper job like i know it's not as hot of a topic now but i remember especially around 2018 and 2019 a lot of content creators on youtube would talk about how hard it was it still probably is but how hard it was for them to do anything without getting demonetized and everything yeah. and it was supposedly because the algorithm is flagging for anything that might not be child friendly or whatever but it's like okay you're not doing actually you're not doing anything that's actually protecting children because you're not employing other laws like this where you're actually protecting child rights and everything for family vloggers who exploit their children and also you're not even doing the job that you're claiming to be doing with this algorithm and demonetizing because kids can still see fucked up shit up yeah. there i'm sure i yeah. yeah like it's literally yeah i'm like oh. you can still upload that shit you just won't make money off of right, it right right <laughs> yeah well and i honestly like it's because they're a corporation, so they're there to make yeah. money. And the family channels, right, like, yeah. are some of the biggest channels on YouTube for some fucking reason. And so it's just like, why would they? You know, it's like if it ain't broke, you know, oh, it's working and people like it. So, like, they would never make a change like that unless the audience really pushes for it. But there's no way, like, enough people would. This is such a pessimistic view, but like I feel like it's like realistic. Like <laughs> a lot of the people that like consume that content are like children, and yeah. children like don't think about this kind of right, thing, right? And so like, they're the not going to be like solves aren't going to be pushing going for it. to yeah. protests, <laughs> exactly. And so yeah, it's just like I don't see stuff changing in the online world anytime soon. It's just like yeah, sad. So. Damn. But yeah, I mean, like I said, the laws in Illinois were like pretty straightforward. That's why I was like, I don't have that much because it is just like hard looking at the exact laws. And okay, this is one thing, just laws in general. I get why they need to get really specific, kind of like what we're talking about, because it's like, well, what about this? What about this? But then the word wording they end up using is like so complicated and like convoluted. It feels like they're like trying to trick people. Right. Like I feel right. like when I was reading some of it, I was like, am I expected to understand all of this? Like, no, yeah. there's no way. Which is just also shitty, just another way that they're trying to like keep us stupid you know and unable to yeah. fight for our own rights if we don't if we can't even like understand what they are right. not to our own fault yeah 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 so in california they also break up like literally so stupidly like the ages and how long kids can work so like just an example infants up to, up to six months 
They can work between 9.30 and 11.30 in the morning or 2.30 and 4.30 p.m. Like they why? Can only why? Work <laughs> 20, they can only have 20 minutes of work activity, but they have, can have two hours max at the employment site. Like, okay. Like, and do you say they can only have 20 minutes of work activity? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably why so many movies have, like, fake babies. Or, like, right. you know, like, they're, like, carrying yeah, a blanket I mean, and you don't see exactly. the face. You're right, though. Right, because also, like, if the baby fucks up during that one take that they're, you know, the one 20-minute take that they have for the day, then they have to have a whole extra day to reshoot the same thing, yeah. Well, and it makes sense, too, why, like, a lot of times when it's like, oh, this is my, like, newborn or, like, one month old and the baby's, like, fucking giant, I'm like, that's not one month old. But it makes sense they probably wait until it's, like, over six months because, yeah, like, they can have let's say an hour on set but that makes a difference right so. yeah if they're six months to two re- two years they can have two hours of work activity wow think about how many takes they could have yep <laughs> they can work between 5 a.m and 12 30 in the morning why would it get why 5 a.m why that yeah why 5 a.m absurd baby hours well actually <laughs> yeah, i'm pretty sure a lot of film productions start really fucking early in the morning because like hair and makeup and wardrobe take so long that's true oh yeah yeah true yeah and then obviously as the ages go up um they can work longer so like 18 year olds are adults i don't know why i even (laughs) mentioned that um if you're 16 you can work eight hours a day 48 hours a week like regardless basically of well okay i guess it says four hours of work on school days and eight hours on non-school days yeah but still 48 hours a week somehow yeah yeah what so (laughs) i guess that's like if there's like a holiday or like over the summer can be like that i guess yeah that's true but again it's just like so fucking arbitrary and like nitpicky yeah yeah but i mean that just goes to show like why which i'm not you know in certain cases, obviously, it's be- the better choice to cast just adults to play teenagers. But at the same time, like, let's maybe not sexualize them. And if we right. do, let's maybe not show, like, nudity and actual sex scenes. Yeah. Well, that's what – yeah, it's like – at the end of the day, even if it were teenagers doing that, why are you having – like, why is, like, half of your show, like, underage people fucking? Like, why is right. that, like, what the show yeah. is about, regardless of the actor's age? Like – which I know we like right. want to get into, but yeah. that's like a big thing that has sparked our interest is like shows like Riverdale or like Pretty Little Liars. I'm like these people are or Euphoria, <laughs> yeah, Euphoria. Yeah. Like I'm like these people are my age and they're playing yeah. like high schoolers, and it's just like like it's not the actor's fault. Obviously, it's just like weird. Yeah, like right. honestly, from an actor's perspective, they're probably like lit that they look young enough that they can play children are like teens for years past their prime or like years you know past their prime yeah. like, like 18 years old because they can probably make so much more money like getting cast in those roles where they don't want to cast an actual child actor yeah yeah true that's very true untapped yeah. potential <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean like i said i feel bad that i didn't but it's just like 
it was either the really straightforward stuff or i could barely understand the legal jargon yeah so that's what it's like. <laughs> this is literally all i could Dude, the about. amount of times i wrote read and wrote the word school i was like this is literally not even a word like not this isn't even english <laughs> like why a fake word right now what other words do we have that have sch together i wish i remembered i mean there, there are a lot Greek. of <laughs> true <laughs> there are a lot of words addy no <laughs> it's her every day when i'm on a meeting <laughs> um that's whatever i was gonna talk about words and how they make no sense so i don't even need to go down that rabbit hole but yeah <laughs> what the fuck is I, even cool? yeah <laughs> but what is any word honestly <laughs> i know i wish i could remember that word that um there was a word that i tweeted like like a year ago that i was like what is th- what the fuck even is this word and i can't remember what it was but it really had me like tripping Gabagool. for a second honestly that's how that i don't know why that came to my mind that makes more sense than like most words that i have to say on a regular basis at least at least the sound what's i can't what's the word but does someone remember what the sound is representative of is it it's not onomatopoeia right Uh, i think it is i was gonna say onomatopoeia was the word that came to mind of like i think it is what is that word (laughs) why is that why why is that the word that we said like why did anybody at some point form that word with their mouth and be like i like this sound let's give it a word like let's make it a word yeah Yeah. it's like why i guess i guess it the way it's defined is also what it is because i don't know it really do be just describing a sound (laughs) really makes you think whoa that's a conspiracy for real i don't want to pee on the conspiracy (laughs) (laughs) but so that's pretty much yeah the extent of california laws which is like i assume where like the bulk of entertainment stuff occurs yeah and i think it's pretty similar in new york as well I have a question that could be interesting. I know I learned this in the past couple of years and I remember because Robert Robert told me this like four years ago or something. I learned that a lot of things are actually filmed in Atlanta and I'm wondering, I I had, I remember I, I remember that I learned that it was because like there's more land there or whatever and like, I don't don't know, other shit, but now I'm wondering if some part of that has to do with avoiding California laws. But I don't I know. Would not yeah. Be surprised. yeah, I don't know. I'm if sure. You, I know. Y'all mentioned are. It also has to do with how they get like, um, like money breaks basically, um, from working and like yeah. doing film production in states that don't normally get that. Yeah. Oh, like um, tax cuts and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like same with Ohio, Cincinnati, um, yeah. So they get like Why free would you money. Want to film in Ohio. <laughs> well, apparently Cincinnati. I don't know where I learned this. I think actually at Miami for sure. Um, Cincinnati can be like a very good film background if you want like a nineteen like twenties thirties New York City. Interesting. In like the downtown well, area. And Ohio is one of the states that doesn't regulate child labor. Yeah. But I guess it's, like, so funny. That's, like, honestly kind of an insult. It's, like, you're, like, 100 years behind New York, so we're going to film here. It's, like, going back in time. (laughs) For real. For For real. real. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 
vibes. That, yeah. I think, t- I mean, I same goes for Buffalo, honestly. I'm pretty sure one of those fucking stupid random act or directors is, it's probably done now. They were just filming a like 1920s or like Victorian movie that takes place in, Bu- well, it, I don't think the movie takes place in Buffalo, but they filmed here and I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like New York City from that time Which, period. Honestly, though, like Buffalo's like cute. Like Cincinnati's like yeah, there's like three. Scuzzy. There's like three feet of area to film. <laughs> that doesn't look like weird. Chris just came what home. And, oh. Chris just came home, and I just heard a man speaking. It scared the shit out of me. I'm oh, gonna no. just close my door. Not the man speaking in my home. <laughs> she just screamed. Was it a ghost? It was a ghost. Man ghost. Nikki, is that true? Did you hear me yell at him? Yeah. We're just blasting. He's on speakerphone. <laughs> Nikki, is that true? I mean, it's fine. Um, I got it for my B day. It's it's like a nice gaming chair. Nice. Ooh. Does it yeah. vibrate? No, but I don't think 4D experience. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh my god, that'd be fucking crazy. You get rained on. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god, rain where's on that me. coming from? Well, like yeah, well, rain on me, please. <laughs> rain on me. But, yeah. I mean, but, yeah. it's gay. Do we, do we want to, like, keep this episode kind of shorter, or... I mean, we like, are, like, at almost an hour. Sure, I guess so, with editing, just be, we like... Can't, I'm, I'm sure that some of ours will, would even, like, I'm sure that the ones where we get into really the bulk of it, they'll be longer, which I'm I'm cool. I'm definitely cool yeah. with that because well, we got a lot to dive into. And the edit, the recent episode was like an hour 15. So honestly, it's like probably good to have a shorter one. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. even if they're longer, like I'm thinking about all the episodes that I listened to, like Frenemies episodes, like being like two hours <laughs> and shit. I, honestly, I'd be like, hell yeah, more content. So true. yeah, true. Like I don't have to like... This won't end for a while, so I, I'm right. set. Like, I don't have to change anything for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, do you guys have anything else to add? or? I don't know. Um, I just want to say, if you were a child actor, you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> literally. <laughs> no, like, literally. Ass, to financial compensation. Um, yeah. And... I don't know. There's so many, like, obviously we talked about how there's so many loopholes, but clearly they, like, children are still exploited despite there being regulations at all Um, because we've clearly seen the child actor to drug addict, like, mental illness pipeline. Yeah. Um, And clearly that doesn't come from being treated well as a child, so. Right. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, well, that's why Ashley. I hope you're doing well. And in, in like a future episode, I like probably our next episode. Honestly, I wanted to like talk about like testimonials and like what people yeah. say the like actual experiences like and yeah stuff like that. Maybe difference yeah. between like shows and working on a show versus working on a movie and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, should I wrap up? 
<clears throat> sure. <laughs> we don't have to, but I'm just like, I, I don't know if, if, yeah, no, I mean, I, up at how your voice sounded for a second. Yeah, I it know. sounded like you were dying. <laughs> I am. It sounded like Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound like Patrick. Oh my God. <laughs> Ready to wrap up? Fuck, <laughs> I <laughs> <sighs> okay patrick jumped out real quick <laughs> god my brain is so broken that i literally almost like, <laughs> like i don't know how to speak hi. right now I, I almost said hi my name is shay <laughs> oh my god <laughs> my who is that <laughs> my Girl, you're emails. you're a drone now you're becoming a drone <laughs> other day i said have a good day like sincerely and i was like is anything real anymore? Oh my god! Phone call. Okay. Um. So thank you for listening. You can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and I think more now too. Jill, Jill yeah. went out of her way to add us to a bunch of platforms. Can you name some of them, Jill? Because I don't remember oh, the ones are, you added. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on yeah. Amazon Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on everything. If you listen Let's to go, a baby. Po- you're on a podcast specific website, we're probably on there. You got it. Hell we're yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> so you can listen to us every other Tuesday on any of those many platforms. Um, please follow us on our Instagram and our Twitter. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I don't know if those other platforms allow for that, but I'm assuming that the majority of our market, at least for now, is on Apple Podcasts, at least Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So y'all got to get on there and at the very least rate us, please. It truly is very helpful as well as following us on social media. And yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.